Good day, nerds. This is Megan coming at you with another Cantina Conversation. Today's episode features a question with Javier Castillo. He is really well-known, popular author, and his books are translated into dozens of languages around the world. And so there are two books that are being translated to English for the first time. The Snow Girl is available for English language readers now, and The Soul Game will be available in English in, on July 11th. And they're both thrillers. They're both amazing and just really suspenseful. And he's just, Javier is just such a talent for writing. This conversation was just really enjoyable. I loved getting to know about Javier's experience, um, how he found his success and how things have just been so exciting and crazy for him since then. But either way, I'll let you guys get to it. Here is Javier Castillo. Okay, so today we've got Javier Castillo. We're talking about exciting english versions releases of the english versions of books that he's already written um the snow girl was released for english readers on april 11th the soul game for english readers will be available on june 27th um javier thank you for joining us today thanks for talking about this these i so i'll be honest so i started i picked up the snow girl and i was like okay i can at least read one book before we chat today (laughs) And then I didn't expect to get like so sucked in. And so I'm almost, I'm like 40 pages left of the song. Okay, that's, that's yeah. So, I mean, we're going to be try to be uh, spoiler free, but I'm like, I, you know, I just want to finish it. I got so sucked in. So, um, the very thrilling, very engaging and such, such a cool, like, We'll t- we'll get into it, but thank- I'm excited to get to get into it today. <laughs> wow, thank you very much. It's a pleasure. I actually, I'm very excited for the release of the of the book and and how the readers worldwide is going are going to enjoy the book. It's really great and um, to speak to you. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Thanks. Um, so to get started, can you give like um like a little summary of uh the books? Maybe if you want to talk, we could talk about both of them too. Um, yeah. You know, just to give a summary so re- listeners can kind of follow along with what we're talking about. Right. The the well, the the snow girl is is about the story of a, a three year old girl that uh, her name is uh, Kira Templeton is is a three years old girl that goes missing during the New York Thanksgiving parade in, in New York City. We know a journalist is our main character is Myron Driggs. And she's a, a student of journalism uh, during those days, and she becomes a kind of obsessed about the, the disappearance of the girl. Five years later, the parents receive a, a VHS tape, tape of uh, of the girl playing in an unknown room, and that's kind of the beginning of the story. But uh, actually, it's very intriguing because uh, there are like the plot is jumping all the time uh, forward and backwards, and, and it's like a puzzle where you have to connect all the dots and all the all the um, all the little pieces of the story and trying to solve where is Kira, of course, and also uh, what happened to Miren and how she's going to kind of recover her, uh, herself because she suffered uh, abuse uh, like the year before Kira uh, got lost. And and that's how more or less how the story is is set up. But um, uh, we have like the main characters uh, kind of think that uh, maybe finding the finding the key in the girl uh, is somehow a way of finding herself. You know, is that that analogy of the two words that we have in the story. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, you know, like the jumping back and forth, like at first I was like, wait, what's going on? But then it <laughs> was just like, once I kind of like was able to follow along with it and, and, you know, pay more attention, it was like, I would like how you said like a puzzle, like, holy crap. Like, okay, wait, we're back here. Okay, wait, we're back. It was like, then I was like looking <laughs> forward to it. It was like definitely a tool to, um, you know, get the readers engaged and it worked. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, it, yeah. It, it's everything. Everything is kind of very, um, uh, set up just to make you feel like incredibly hooked to the, to the book. And, you know, it's a way of, um, I like when, when you are, Trying not only reading and enjoying the reading and the storytelling uh, of the st- of the entire uh, of everything that is happening, how fulfilling it is when you are reading and something and you um, somehow put a, a new piece of the puzzle and then you you start feeling like it's a game, you know, it's, it's playing beca- uh, reading became a, a game and suddenly you are like very invested in the plot, you know, because you are yeah. participating <laughs> <involved> in it. <laughs> yeah, I know. I remember. I was like. uh was it Myron or Mirren? I don't know how you pronounce it, but it was Myron. Myron, Mirren. Yeah, I figured each way is acceptable. But yeah, I was like rooting for her. I was like, "Come on, let's figure this out!" Like, what? <laughs> <laughs> like I was like, you know, I wanted her to solve it so that we could all like, so I could solve it. Like readers could solve it too. Readers can like follow <laughs> along with it. Um, so. Can we go into your background a little bit? Because this isn't, you know, you're an author, but um, is this the first time that some of your works have been um, translated? I mean, no, it's been translated to like other languages, but like yeah. in English it, then? Like yeah, how did the you know? It's the first time in English. It's the first okay. time in English. Uh, actually, they have already been published in like in, 10, in 20 other languages and it's published in mm-hmm. 70 countries more or less. And and now it's the first time in English. I, like uh, the best... It, I, I think that for for Spanish authors actually it's very difficult to get published in the US or in in English because and there are really many books especially thrillers there are you know thousands of them so it's very difficult to just to put the step in, in you know in the door and to try to get the market there but the um, the story is is very powerful it's it's working everywhere in the world it's already it's already sold 2 million books yeah just yeah and um, with the Netflix release, has has already gone like a massive. So uh, we have uh, we are like very excited for a US release because we know the readers will love the story because also mm. it's set up there. Uh, it's set up in New York, in New York, and everyone. I think it, it, it's going to remind everyone, uh, you know, those beautiful years, you know, when in your childhood when you went to uh, where many people have that image of the Thanksgiving New Year parade. And with in the Macy's parade and uh, watching on the TV and, and it's, it has that no, nostalgic feeling, you know, with the with the tapes, with the parade, with the yeah, you know, it has that sub um, kind of intriguing plot when it start connecting many parts of your own story, you know. Yeah, yeah, I definitely think that it'll start resonating. Um definitely with people with readers in that region because you're right it does bring back like the nostalgia part of it where you could kind of like immerse yourself in the situation and and you know identify with like the chaos and like which is the the congestion of people and how like scary that situation would be and yeah i i totally get it yeah congratulations on the netflix special that's super exciting um (laughs) i can't i can't imagine what was going through your head like 
you know, when, when all this, it seems like I bet it was happening all so fast for you. Like where you, you could barely breathe. Like just, yeah, that's, exactly. that's, that's crazy. Everything is happening <laughs> like very fast. And, uh, you know, I, I, I remember also that the Snogger has a very cool story because uh, it goes released in Spain two days before the lockdown. And, oh, okay. <laughs> uh, so it was the worst moment to release a book, actually, yeah. because all the bookstores were closed. Oh, <laughs> no. <laughs> and no one uh, uh, were allowed to buy it. But suddenly, uh, people were starting to um, to buy books under the curtain. You know, they went to bookstores and they <laughs> were buy- asking for books in the bookstore under the curtain. And, yeah. <laughs> and suddenly, it became the most sold book in Spain. And one of those readers wa- was one of the main... Uh, content directors of Netflix. So it was okay. uh, uh, that moment, you know, that you felt unlucky, but suddenly it, it, it changed everything. No? Yeah, that seems like the universe kind of aligned it for you almost. Like, exactly. Somehow that, something happened. And it was like uh, the, the way the, the book uh, finds its own way to, to reach the, everywhere. You know? Yeah, probably in a way that you never like even imagined. That's so crazy. Cause then, yeah, I mean, <laughs> during lockdown, like reading is like one of the few things that like keep us from going crazy, right? Like <laughs> during exactly. a time like that. At like, first, everyone was like checking the news and checking the social networks, but suddenly, two weeks later, we were everyone was trying to read, doing sports yeah. and, <laughs> at home, and <laughs> or like make bread from scratch. Exactly. Like every- make bread and- <laughs> <laughs> I know. I just like I, you know, I just remember reading all the jokes about it. Like you know, that was a everyone like collectively was forced to like you know, confront ourselves like during mm-hmm. that like solitary time. And some people were like, nope, I'm just gonna like learn to do this crazy arbitrary <laughs> like skill I, for I no to avoid like from- <laughs> yeah, to like avoid getting to know yourself. Like it was <laughs> I yeah, just like so yeah, it was it was a thing, but I don't I, yeah. I've never made better from scratch. But I think <laughs> no re- reading has been, you know, for sure my thing. And it's like you know, I still love the hard the the hard copies of it, but like the digital copies, I think were also what saved a lot of people who couldn't like get into okay. those bookstores, like how you said too. Um, so yeah, it's you know, and I know with the publishers and all that, it definitely like turned everything upside down, and people had to get creative and do things like this, like virtually. But you know, yeah, it's cool that um that worked out for you. So then, with that English, that whole process of like the translating the English or um you know did that was that really similar to the whole process of to, like having your works translated into the other languages it has before like how were there any big lessons learned like how was this new for you yeah more, more or less uh, was uh, kind of the same actually actually then when before translating translating to other languages uh, we always we always create a, an English translation and then from that English translation, we work to other languages. So it's, okay. it's, it's like it was actually the first one to be translated, but not to be published, you know? Oh, okay. And, and so does that just make it easier for um, people to just, whatever translators are hired to just translate uh, it from uh, English into their language then? Exactly. It's easier to translate from Polish, uh, from English to Polish than from Spanish to Polish. Yeah, or okay. For, or to Finnish or to Korean. There are many... There are fewer translators from Spanish than to Korean than to English. Than yeah, from, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and actually, it uh, was the first translation, and uh, I worked with uh, Isabel Caufeller, is the translator of, of the uh, Snow Girl. Jerry Dung is the translator of the uh, Soul Game. And actually, it's, it's, it's a very interesting process where you have to find, you know, that 
the you know the inner jokes that have in the language you have to uh, try to solve them to work in another language is scanning and, and yeah and so uh, you learn a lot actually um, about the idioms and and uh, because you make a joke and suddenly said oh this doesn't have any meaning in english yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then you have to uh, come up with something similar or maybe yeah. just something like that but this is a very good process and and then you have um the editors that help you you know the correct everything but i'm not in that part you know and sure. just, um, in that moment i'm already promoting another in spain or maybe in italy france or whatever Sure, sure. Yeah, that's so cool. That's so fascinating. I think, yeah, no, I think that's so awesome that it's here I am being introduced to this, like, such like this awesome work that you've done. And it, everybody else around the world has had access to it. So, that, it's so <laughs> I don't know, it's so it's fun. It's so cool, you know. Um, so kind of moving on from that, like your other works besides this and like Mir and Triggs works, are they um, sorry, I didn't wasn't able to do much research on your previous works. Are they also like in the crime, like the thriller suspense? Yeah, um, yeah actually, uh, um, it was um, my story is kind of uh, funny, actually, um, in a, uh, totally unexpected because I I was uh, I always written when I was a kid. Uh, when I was a teenager, a teenager, I started writing and uh, just short stories, small uh, stories for friends or for my parents, just uh, for fun, but always. I was trying to replicate Agatha Christie. I remember I had the hobby of I read one Agatha Christie book and then I created a short story based on that book. So it was kind <laughs> of my hobby to learn uh, how to create uh, suspense and how to, yeah. to, you know, to make that um, those um, books where you try to trick everyone to believe something. Yeah. And then, yeah, uh, and it was my my school was were those years and it became a hobby. But I studied other things. I studied finance. I studied economy. I, I I I started working in a company, in a financial company. But I I kept my hobby. I I was writing in my spare time just for hobby. And suddenly, when I finished my my first novel in Spain, it was the 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 translation would be something like the day sanity was lost, something like that. <laughs> okay. Um, and it was a very, it's a shocking book because it's the, the beginning of the book is, it's a man walking down the street with a naked, with a, with the head of a woman in the middle of the city. And it was the beginning of the book. And it's like 80 chapters with uh, 80 plot twists, uh, twists. And it's like very shocking book. And I, I didn't have published. I didn't, wanted to publish because I didn't expect anything from, you know, I have my yeah. job and I have, I so I said, okay, I, I uploaded to Amazon and it's yeah. fine. I, I tell my friends, I have a book in Amazon, you know, in Kiddy kind of did I publish and something like that. And suddenly I, I remember writing to my group of friends and we were five in WhatsApp and I said, okay, guys, I have, mm, I have written a book. If you read it, it's fine. And just give me a review. It would be awesome. And suddenly I, I forgot about the book. I started working a lot. And then two weeks later, I just checked the book. If one of my friends, uh, friends have already read it. And it was the most sold book in Spain. Oh. Uh, <laughs> actually, it was, <laughs> actually, it was very funny because I, I was my book, the, the day Sunny Day was lost, was number one. Second was uh, Ken Follett. And I remember third was Pérez Reverte. He's a very famous writer in Spain. And I remember checking the list and saying, okay, this is uh, alphabetical order because Castillo, Follett, uh, <laughs> Roberto. Oh, wow. Was, uh, yeah. Very funny. 
And suddenly I had my, in my email, I have many uh, proposals with, uh, from many publishing houses trying to, uh, who are you? Uh, we yeah. to <laughs> yeah. uh, it would be awesome to have you here. And the book was published in Spain. I, with, I didn't expect much because I thought like it was like, you know, the algorithm or something like that from Amazon. Or, oh, sure. Or really <laughs> place the, the, the yeah. book there on the front page or whatever. And suddenly when the book, was released in Spain, it became incredible. It was something totally uh, shocking because I remember doing the presentation for my for my friends, my family, uh, the first day. Uh, we were 40, 50 people there. And suddenly, two months later, um, the, book, the book was selling a lot. Crazy, like crazy. And my publisher were calling me, calling me saying, oh, this is something incredible. Something like this uh, never happens. It's, it's very shocking. Uh, we have to do another presentation just to, 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 you know, to meet your readers because you already have a lot of them. And I do, I did another presentation and suddenly uh, came 1,000 people to the book Oh, wow. I said, okay, <laughs> what is happening here? It was like incredible. It was a queue, a line. I was signing yeah. books for like seven, eight hours. And it was really <laughs> shocking. I said, okay, this is, maybe this is the moment I leave my job. And yeah. I try, <laughs> and I try to 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 make it happen, you know, because I always was my like my dream. No, I'm, and the, actually, the, the Snow Girl is my fourth novel. Actually, okay. um, it's the first to be in, in US, but in in Spain, it's it's the fourth one. And the first three are already published in many countries. And um, here in Spain, for example, I already have published my sixth novel. Actually, so. And it's becoming like a huge, a, a huge success also because uh, it's going to be also a Netflix show, the, the yeah. fifth and the sixth novel. So it's uh, I'm very fast. Awesome. Everything has happened like yeah. in, in 2017 in six years, you know. Oh it's, my it's goodness. That's so exciting. <laughs> That's so exciting. And you're like, I love how you're just like, you're still so humble about it because you're, you're you had like you really had no idea that like yeah, exactly. <laughs> it was gonna like just blow up like that. That is so awesome. Um, mm-hmm. so I'm a sucker for like suspense thriller, all that. Like I'm, you pull me in, and I, you know, I talk about this before, where I'm like the type of reader who like. I don't always like get it right away, but like, I think I'm okay with that because it's like, that's just my experience. And I'm I'm, like more shocked or more like, you know, you pull me along. And then by the time I get to the end, I'm like, wait, what? And so it's like, so cool. (laughs) Yeah. I'm, I'm in it. I'm, I'm a dork that way, but um, there's no, the the whole game is much better actually. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's what I'm wondering too. Like (laughs) it's less fun if I figure it out right away, you know, that's so that's why I'm like, no, I'm I'm okay that I'm like a little, you know, some things are, it takes me a while. (laughs) I'm okay with that. That. um so kind of like you know bouncing back and forth a little bit so subject matter like these books are pretty dark you know because of yeah. like just the nature of the genre so you know getting into like that type of headspace or doing that research you know that whole process of like you know was there anything like what type of research was involved like what what was any well, like actually, fascinating are, things that you learned yeah, things are, like that yeah yeah there are there are like three different levels the first one of course is is planning everything planning the story as I told you, it's uh, like a, a huge puzzle. So uh, it has to be like carefully planned where, where every chapter, every twist, every small detail, you have to plan a lot. But then also there are, um, the, you know, the the place and, you know, the placing, and the, I, I said the, the time, uh, because uh, and the part of the story is in 1998, 
part of the story is at the beginning of 2000. And it's, it, it, we have a different kind of feeling about those ages that we have right now. You know, at those times when the, we didn't have like mobile phones everywhere, you know, you have a mobile phone, but we didn't have internet connection like, like we have right now, smartphones. And there weren't that many cameras, so it was very difficult to investigate. And, and also the, I had to investigate a lot about the, um, the journalism, how uh, a newspaper work in the United States, how how is um, a publishing, how uh, the newspaper works inside, how the news gets released. And also there's a very dark part where yeah, I had to like um, deep, uh, go very deep is uh, the missing person, you know, uh, how a missing, especially missing missing child, uh, how families confront that how how they face when something faces you know everything when when something like that happens in a family and i i was uh, researching researching in a, in a lot of uh, facebook groups where people try to to um, confront what, what happened and try to get some uh, healing and um, um i was like completely fascinated fascinated how how um people were completely like uh, frozen in that moment, you know, the couples destroyed, uh, people like uh, cannot move forward. They are in that day every single day of their lives. You know, they have the nightmare of just that the company, the, the phone company changed the, the number just in case mm-hmm. uh, the kids calls 20 years later, you know, because maybe they know that the kid knew the phone number. So it was like very shocking uh, going in, in three different levels. You have the, the story the setting and also the the dark themes and and trying to to make them all work very well in the story just not to go too deep in you know in those dark emotions and also explaining them with you know with sentiment with with a lot of feelings you know with um not trying to be like explicit but also uh, focusing on the emotions you know it's it's, it's much more i like thrillers that um doesn't the big graphic things but the big you know the everything that happens inside the the mind of, of the characters you know and not explaining you know the um, you know there's blood or the aggression the the abuse the, um, the aggression that for example miren has mm-hmm. is not very graphical is yes there are like it's very subtle you know the, the the words and the feeling and the shock that she has but it's not um, graphical um I like when when a book gets you like imagine yourself what's happening, but also um you feel exactly how the character is feeling. It, it's my way of writing actually. Yeah, yeah, because you do yeah, I mean the details and just like a lot of the um I never remember the word like analogies or like the metaphors that you use, especially like I think you get a little bit um you use them a little bit more maybe in the soul game. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, I really liked the style of writing where you were able to like, just create a picture, but also like you were trying to be respectful, right. You were trying to like, you know, be respectful of like the gravity of the situation and not be like, you know, just for, um, feeding that morbid curiosity, like of the reader who might be like, you know, they may, yeah, you want to be respectful of, of the situation. You want to be authentic and you also still want to like, you know, not be too and like intrig- and trying to, to you know to intrigue a little and to mm-hmm. have you uh imagine something and also open 
uh, leave you with opening a door when where you are going to see something but you don't know what is it and uh, also when when the doors open you don't see it but you feel what's inside you know that's more or less an analogy you you feel what the character is feeling but you you open the door with him you know it's yeah yeah absolutely yeah and that's <laughs> that's how i that's how i feel right now because it's up like 40 pages left of that second of the soul <laughs> game where i'm like i'm right there as a, it's all about to like be be revealed and so i'm like just kind of like driving myself crazy <laughs> but no i yeah exactly i get it so you've been to like the new york area Area a handful of times, I'm guessing. Like, how? Because you yeah. you travel a lot, right? Like, what? How does that? Yeah, travel a lot. You, uh, yeah, like a lot of the details, like in in your settings. Um, you know, they come as if as if you you know, at, almost like your second home because you you capture it really well. Well, thank you. No, I, actually, I've been there many times. No, actually, I don't use my memories to write. I try to 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 when I'm writing a place, I try to investigate in that moment because your memory always like you know it's very yeah. you are in many places it's like okay this is street is 60 36 or 38 and, <laughs> and suddenly you're you place a, a pizza store in the corner yeah. <laughs> restaurant and, and suddenly the, it's not there it's a three streets uh up so i try to check everything i, I use um google studio a lot actually sure it's very uh, useful for writers and also with the you know they have the time scale when you can jump back in time in, in, in Google Street. So you, yeah. you are more or less in the 2000 with Google just with you. So even if you, have, you, have, you haven't been there in that year, you could see it. So yeah, yeah it's, it's really great. But I, I've been there many times. I know the, the feeling of the city, how everything moves. Um, but I try not to focus too much on the, you know, on the atmosphere. Also, you have it, you know. But the what I try to to create is the the atmosphere that, for example, Miren sees how how the the city is very different from her eyes because uh, as she has been has her own past. She she sees the city in a very different way. She. She is scared of the night. She yeah. she doesn't like when a dark corner. But also she's kind of like very um, in the uh, look for a revenge. So some sometimes she tries to go in that in those dark areas. But this is a very different city when that when I go myself. For example, I see the lights and everything. But yeah, my see is very different. Yeah, yeah, I I totally get that because yeah, she to have you have to like kind of tell that line a little bit. But I imagine yeah. Cause, something that you pointed out earlier was yeah back in 2000 it was a whole different ball game right like everything was so different with like the internet and her and everybody's access to it and how that affected but then yeah like just bringing that up and then also something you say about like oh these streets they didn't look the same as they do now so you have to like go in the past to like it's yeah it's also crazy and fascinating to me and i think it's so interesting just the amount of work that um you guys authors do like and you know how just how time consuming and how fascinating all of it yeah (laughs) the authors do love the research part of it too they get like you know down in the rabbit holes and then i think it's it's kind of the the funny part actually writing is very painful you know it's like you're (laughs) feeling along here uh, um, most of the time you are in a in a pajama <laughs> in front of yeah. the computer, <laughs> and, uh, and you know the research is is kind of awesome because you learn a lot. 
you sometimes you discover something that you you didn't expect and you put it in the plot because it's it's very fascinating. For example, I remember in the, the Snow Girl, there's a moment I already have everything planned, but and when I was doing this research, I learned about the Megan Law in the United States. I didn't know about that. And the Megan Law has you know that registry where um you know all the sexual offenders are re- uh, registered and you can check them in their faces. But uh, in those years, uh, the registry was only paper, and then mm. you have to go to the police office and to ask for the pictures and ask for the uh, for the files. And there's a scene in in, in the novel where Myron goes to the off to the registry and and start checking the entire uh, uh, sex offender registry just to check and uh, the, the her own uh, aggressors. So it's um it's very fascinating where uh, research gets you you know a very powerful tool to in, to improve the character and not only to improve, improve their character to but to make the character face something very powerful uh, for themselves you know yeah and that that's awesome because that was such a powerful like you know like it was such such, such significant moment for her as a character and the story okay. to like have that information like have access to that information was like so crucial to like you know move both her story her like the story she was working on and her own like inner like her inner battle that was so yeah that's awesome that's so cool um so a two-part question what were the most challenging parts to write and then what were the most enjoyable parts to write uh, the m- most difficult part of, always for for me are the you know the the moment where a character change forever. Uh, it's it's very difficult to write in, in every book, and I always find myself like struggling in, my, in that moment, just re- rewriting every every single paragraph like one hundred times. And for me, is for example, is the chapter when we see. Not we don't see it, but we are in, in that moment where Marian gets abused. We we go back in time to that moment and we see her running, we see her crying, we see her calling her mom, uh, arriving home, uh, crying. And that moment is very shocking. And and also the story is for is is told in a way that is very respectful, but also is. It's difficult to to write because you know that the character is gonna change forever in the moment. And um, the part I, I enjoy, you said, no, the second question. It was the part yeah, I, enjoyable parts. Uh, yeah. My, my, my <clears throat> uh, I enjoy a lot when I write um, in first person. Uh, so almost every other chapter about Myron is is written by herself. So I enjoy writing a lot about uh, when when the main character is the one who is telling everything and you don't know if if she's lying or not or she's hiding <laughs> something and i really i really enjoy those chapters and it's half the novel so it's yeah. <laughs> enjoy it a lot. <laughs> yeah were there challenges and like kind of having to bounce back before like because in the second book um the soul game we get a little bit more of jim a little bit more of ben miller the, exactly. the fbi agent too so kind of bouncing off of that was it difficult kind of like having to bounce back and forth in between like all the different points of view and then first person and third person things like that yeah the, the story actually is uh, uh, the and story actually is set up in three it's planned in three books actually um okay. that's why we have three characters and also three uh, ag- offenders and uh, Myron has three offenders in that line and we we face each one in one book um and we in the in the first book we ha- we 
kind of have the Myron is the uh, main character, of course. Uh, she has almost eighty percent of the story. In the second book, we we focus a little more in Jim and Ben, but also Myron is the main character. Is the one who holds uh, keeps the the first person narrator and and gives you the feeling that the story is more powerful because she has the um, in the in the first novel we have the that idea of finding the girl will find will somehow help help her find herself in the second book we have the the idea that maybe sacrifice uh, sacrificing is the word i think uh, sacrificing herself is a way of uh, moving along and the third book will be another great question for her but we um, uh, will be focused on on the th- on, on one of the stories that we have in the in, in the three novels that is the is is Ben's son that disappeared many years ago mm-hmm. and we did, we get to know that story in the second book and in the in the third novel will be the case of Ben's son that somehow we have to find and also it's very powerful for mining also because yeah, everything close around her. Yeah. Okay. I'm really excited that there's a third one now. <laughs> I'm really excited I hope about a, a third season. I, I also I hope a third season of the the, the book. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know, right? It's like I, you got to finish it up. You got to do it. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> um. So just a few more questions before we wrap up here. So what what are you hoping that like you know readers get out of um Myron's like story her her journey. Actually, I, I try to um, to create a, a voice that um, there is hope um, after everything that happens to you, uh, almost everything, you know, and, and you can struggle a lot to 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 face what happened, and it's it's kind of a of a three step journey of of a healing, you know, actually, and it's a story about a woman that gets gets totally destroyed. Um, just because of how she is strong, how driven she is, how she she's like very focused on her own passion and how she behaves, uh, it's a way of getting out of that. So it's it's it's, it's uh, like uh, the the message actually is very simple. Is is like there is hope up, even after something horrible. Uh, in the first book, we have it very clear. Um, in the second book, we get to to face like the you know, in a very thriller way, like the big question of how to do it. And and then in the third book will be like the, the final uh, story of herself. And uh, I know there will be a lot of surprises, but um, actually what I try to make is a very, a character that, and that could resonate to many people. And because I kind of feel like everyone has, um, is you know is is uh, has a scar somewhere as a hand a wound in, in in an inner wound that needs to be recovered and when you are reading Myron uh, even if you haven't passed a, an aggression uh, you have something broken inside everyone has something broken a, a small part and uh, it's a way of trying to move to to move on you know yeah yeah absolutely I I think you're right there this is just like you know. Just find yeah, and the, some way. Find is, some yeah. way. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And the thriller is just the pretext of of that theme. You know, the the story, the plot, and the twist, and everything is just a is just a pretext, just to to make sure that you discover that even when everything is is impossible or seen impossible, then there's a way out of it. You know. 
Yeah, yeah, definitely. Because I know, like, you know, her, what happens to Myron is, like, you know, absolutely horrible. And it's even the other characters are, like, the readers not only can tell, you know, the readers can definitely tell that, yeah, something changed. And, but I love the other, how the other characters respond to it. Cause they're kind of like, you know, they're, ident- they identify Mirren as like kind of strange and, and, okay. and they don't, you know, they, and like, they, but it's like, once they know like her story, then she's, she could kind of come to terms with that. But then she's like, what's wrong with me almost? Like why? Exactly. And you know, I'm, how can I, uh, uh, there is one question that she always has is uh, why me and also uh, why I, I, I don't feel anymore, why I don't, I, I cannot behave like being normal, like ever, like like as always being, you know, and, and that question is um, the other characters that are around her try to to make her face that question, but she, she doesn't have any answer. So mm-hmm. uh, that's, that's why I said it's a, it's a process, you know, and then and the three books are, like the journey of of her of Myron trying to to find that simple answer actually. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Kind of hopping off of that a little bit. One of my other um, questions was: so, what what advice would you give to Myron? What advice would you give to Jim? What advice would you give to Ben? That's a difficult question, actually. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know. And I always like pulling I that think, out. I think to Ben actually is. Uh, actually, uh, you uh, you will see at the end of the whole game actually kind of the the answer to that. But the um, the, the advice would be like face your own past. Uh, would be like the 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 great advice to Jim will be to be honest to himself and be like more more open to what he's feeling uh, because he's kind of trying to connect but uh, not very open and to meet and just to. Um, to try to um, not to think that she has to understand everything about herself because uh, no one understands uh, everything uh, uh, about ourselves. You know, it's it's almost impossible. Uh, and and trying to understand ourselves is like a life, life, a life journey, and it's impossible to answer in, in not only in three books. Yeah. So you already you know alluded to this. So is the next book and then the next installment the the next project that you're working on? Anything else that you could talk about, or just? Trying yeah. to get through the day to day of all this success. Uh, yeah, <laughs> actually, more or less, I try to do <laughs> because actually very funny because right now in, in different books are published at, at, right now has been just published in in different countries. So I'm doing all the oh, time the promotion okay. of my first book, <laughs> my third book, my fifth book. So um, I'm trying to now to enjoy actually the release in English and actually it's very it's a huge. Uh, step for me actually it's is uh, when I I remember when I I I got, I got told that um, I uh, was going to be published in English it was oh my god this is uh, the moment it's very like fascinating you know because I you know it's, it's, it's for a Spanish author it's a dream eh? it's very difficult I, yeah. I I think that maybe there are twenty Spanish authors publishing in in a big imprint in in English or thirty maybe um, being published in English is, is a dream and trying to to promote the book there is uh, a huge opportunity. And I hope the work the book uh, works there. But um, just going book by book, you know, now is the snogger, <laughs> the soul game. In Spain, we have the the crystal cuckoo. Would be the translation is already been released, and I hope it, it goes to the, to in English too, too soon. But now, just to the Myron trilogy, just to focus on the on her. 
and also to um, I'm just working right now in the on the scripts uh, for the show. So I hope the hope next year or something like that at the end of the next year will be released in Netflix. So I hope you enjoy it too. Yeah, and that's it. And that's it, more or less. Yeah. Oh, that's so exciting. That's so I'm funny how you have to anyway. like. Yeah. No, I haven't actually. I just saw okay, like. Okay. I think I saw like some images of it and I was like oh shit like <laughs> so it's definitely going to be added to my watch list but no that's so funny how you um you have to remember what book you're talking about and all these different exactly. <laughs> all these different like appearances and promotions yeah, yeah. that's so funny it's uh, not a bad problem to have though you know <laughs> yeah actually it's um it's not a bad problem actually it's yeah. like funny and also the language also because one week you are promoting in french and then in the next one in italian and and then in spanish and it's very funny that's in so English, funny i kind of speak very well more or less oh you do yeah you're right yeah <laughs> more or less, more or less. But french and italian are much much more difficult <laughs> Oh, I was going to say, like, have you had to, like, do you, you, how many languages do you know or have you had to use? Uh, Four. Uh, Okay. uh, Okay. Spanish, English, French, and kind of, I speak, uh, I used to speak much better Chinese, but now no. Uh, I'm I'm trying to focus on Italian more, uh, but uh, I speak kind of. And, uh, well, my books are published, I don't know, in 20 languages, more or less. Yeah. Uh, so, it's, so you guys uh, do your best. Right. English, <laughs> English almost everywhere, except in France and yeah. Italy, where I can't speak by myself, you know. <laughs> yeah, well, I think a lot, of, even with, like, Italian, you can understand. There's yeah, a lot yeah, of understanding, do. even if you're only you're only exactly. hearing them we, in Italian, you can understand a lot of what they're saying. Exactly. If, versa, we right? we, if you don't know everything, you, you can say it in Spanish. And it's yeah. And they words. understand you. Yeah. Yeah. I've no, I'm, I'm half Mexican, but I'm not fluent. Um, and, but I, my husband's half Italian and we went to like Italy for like a couple of weeks. And so I was like, all right, I should try to like learn, you know, I have my Duolingo app out. Like I was like, just <laughs> trying to learn the language. And a lot of it was like, yeah, I think Italian was probably a little bit easier to pick up. Um, but then like, you know, and then I went to Germany at one point, I tried to learn German and that was a little easy because it kind of is like a lot like English and yeah, um, I have many words in like English. Yeah. Right. <laughs> but then like, <laughs> I remember trying to like when I went to Ireland and even though everybody there speaks English, I was like, well, maybe I'll try learning like the Irish language too. And then it okay. doesn't make sense at all. It's like the <laughs> most confusing, like the syntax, like, like the word it just even like the pronunciation like how it like looks phonetically is not how it's pronounced and so it's like <laughs> I, it's so cra- yeah and so like i know i i try my best to like learn you know the language but at with that i was like uh okay <laughs> i just couldn't yeah, i you know so that's why i was just interested in like how you know what you've had to like bust out you know your language chops for all these exciting like you know, different places that you're going to and all these different languages that your work is published in. That's so, yeah, that's so cool. It's so interesting. Wow, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Javier Castillo, we've got The Snow Girl. It's available in English right now. The Soul Game will be available in English um, June 27th. Thank you so much for chatting today. Thank this you. is, you know, like I said, this is such a cool book. I cannot recommend it enough. Like 
I like Myron. She's flawed, but I like her. <laughs> like she's she's got she's it's tenacious. Not, yeah, yeah. She's very special, actually. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And um, you know, keep doing what you're doing. Congratulations on all this, like, you know, amazing fast-paced success. And um, yeah, like I said, pick pick up both books um as soon as you can. Uh, but thank you so much. Oh, thank you. Thank you. And there you go. That is Javier Castillo talking about the snow girl and the snow game. You can get your hands on the snow girl here in the United States. It's already in English. Um, the English version of the soul game will be available for us in the U S on July 11th. Um, as always check out the show notes to see links where to follow him on social media and online and also where to purchase the book. Uh, rate, review, subscribe, follow us on the Nerd Cantina and Cantina Book Club on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, read my book reviews on thenerdcantina.com. If you do pick up one of these books um, after reading the reviews, you know, go ahead and give them a rating on Amazon and Goodreads. It really does help the authors out and get them exposure and all that good stuff. Um, but as always, thank you guys so much for listening.